Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out MagicalMysteryCamp.com slash HelpingFriendly to learn more. Yes, sir. Let me dig into your brain. Folks falling like rain. Property got me selling things. Guess I'm going to explain. Jane is rolled up. No gangs beats rolled up. But still Andre got action. They sweat like keep all of my teeth. I'm taking it upon myself to handle mine. Thinking that you got sample time to do this. Have you shot up? Thought you knew this. I'm problem. No type of problem. Selling my sacks. Watching my back. Wetting them up like slish. Leaving them in a slash. The clock is ticking. Niggas from my pocket. Hey, everyone. This is the Helping Friendly Podcast. This is episode 106 here with um, Brad and Jonathan, who you know from such podcasts as this one, and you know, <laughs> and 105? from another one. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Hi. Man, it's been, it feels like it's been a while because Brad did the Joel episode solo, and then so we haven't re- we haven't yeah. recorded for a while. We've had a lot of, if anyone cares, we've had a lot of travel and a lot of other stuff going like messing with our schedules so that's why we've it's taken us a little while longer than we would have wanted it's been pretty yeah. stressful 
we, we did something for the HF Pod Plus not too long ago, though, That's right? True. Hopefully, hopefully people are checking that out. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty fun. The cool <laughs> thing is, if you tune into HF Pod Plus, um, you might be able to see a picture of Jonathan and Brad with beards. Just so you know. Um, so <laughs> they're both stroking their beards and have been for the past several minutes. So, guys, <laughs> we're gonna. So what we're gonna do tonight? We're gonna talk about a fish concert from. Um, 1994 from April, um, the 8th of April <laughs> from Penn State. Um, we're going to talk about that and play play that show, and then um, on HF Pod Plus, we're going to talk about the rest of the month of April, 1994. So that'll come out in a couple of days. Um, that's That'll be in the show notes, but hopefully you guys can uh, check that out if you haven't yet. And Jonathan put out his second episode of Broke Down Podcast today. I listened to it. I listened to some of it on my way home today. Well done, Jonathan. April seventy eighth. Thank you. Good times. It's a lot of fun. There's some uh, there's some really cool stuff in there. But I won't burden everybody by talking about it here because they can go listen to it over on that other page on their podcast app. Yep, that's right. Change um, the channel. <laughs> change the channel. But no, no, no. After this. After this. Yeah. Um, so Brad Brad picked this show so he can tell us a little bit about it um, once we get into it. But guys, what's going on with with fish? Um, we got Baker's Dozen coming up. Um, any other news? Well, they announced Extra the all shows, the other yeah. shows. And... Oh, right, <laughs> that's news. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we got what Northerly and Pittsburgh and uh, Dayton. Not in that order. It's kind of a uh, weird combo. And Dix. And Dix. But everybody knew that was a given, right? And Dick sold out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it sold out, and it's amazing because that is like twenty five thousand people. Did so, it really sell out? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know the the news here, and it's it's really awesome, is that they're going to play these little places that they've played before. We all know the Nutter Center. I mean, yeah. you know, Geez Louise, twelve seven ninety eight. Did they play Geez uh, Louise at the uh, Nutter Center? No. Yeah. No. Those that that epic. December 97 run that we've talked about RJ um, Man, millions of times yeah so it's great that they're going to back there I, I feel like anticipation for these sorts of things as we've always talked about or um, I just don't want it to be a letdown you know what I mean yeah, maybe well, I'm a pessimist people are people are expecting so this will be their third show there they played one in 95 which I think we did that show 1130 95 for one of our first episodes Brad um, and then of course yes course the 97 number one i think it was the first one. Oh shit what's up now so now they're going back after seeing that we did that as our first podcast episode they're like well sounds like we gotta go back there they probably listened to episode 100 and got all you know caught up yeah. and they were like oh we should do that yeah exactly, exactly. that's why it happened so um, it's a weird also, run yeah it is also, Trey's playing some shows. I think he's playing like this weekend at the Cap, and starting Friday, yeah. And then other concerts elsewhere. There's a lot of he's lots playing. of concerts. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we should mention that interview that that came out um, from Jambase uh, interview with Trey came out yesterday, two days ago. Um, this so week, so good. Scotty, really Scotty good. Burns just killed it up. So good. A lot of good um, conversations in there. Trey said some hilarious shit, like. Some talking about setless and how he couldn't even possibly make setless anymore because it's just too crazy. It's just too. It's just too much. Um, <laughs> some good stuff. Tom's pod- Did he not talk on Tom's podcast about how he gets like emails in the morning uh, while on tour with like 
where he prints out like every single song they've ever played, right? And he circles them. Was that not part of the conversation? I think that's. I think that he said that. I think maybe it's just like an evolving thing that changes all the time. Because I, I feel like maybe, and I know he used to do. Obviously, he was much more obsessed. Well, I, obsessed I, I just can't it. keep up. Then I just can't. I know. Just I can't know. do it. I know. Yeah, I think he's fucking with us. Yeah, you think? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> That's fair. Well, once this comes on in episode one hundred and seven, then we'll be fine. Yep, Brad. Mm. That was supposed to be a surprise. Supposed to be a surprise, Brad. Um, Trey is not coming on this podcast, probably ever. Um, and so, so it will be a surprise. So a surprise when he does <laughs> to all of us, especially the three of us, especially us. Um, so. One other thing, oh yeah, and the Baker's Dozen, um, we haven't really talked much about it, what we'll be doing in terms of covering it, I mean, we'll do like quick hits if if that if people think that's what we should do, if people have other ideas, um, I'd like to hear them, I think we're, we'll plan on, you know, doing a recap of every show, or maybe every... I think we should try to shows. get as many people who see all 13 shows on as possible. Yeah. So hit us up. That's a good idea. Yeah, let um, us know if you're actually doing all 13, and... Uh, We'll uh, stay in touch and try to put something interesting together. Send you some swag. Well, I don't go that far. Um, Brad, <laughs> Brad will send you some swag, and by send you some swag, I mean send you something many, many, many months from now. Oh, yep, it's the way it goes. It's pretty sweet. I mean, look, you know, free shit is like just takes a while. <laughs> it's free though, so you got to get it from the free factory. And it's, man, it's all kinds of complicated. Put it in the free mail, find a free box, the whole thing. <laughs> um, so, guys, April 94. Um, let's talk Let's talk about April 94. What, Brad, what, what led you to um, choose um, April 8th of 94? Lots of shows in April 94. You know, generally, this, this we've talked about it as the most played year, the most shows in a year in 94. So, uh, lots of shows. Lots of shows to choose from. I felt like I knew some of them really well. Uh, some of them I didn't. And uh, and this one is, it was kind of in between. And uh, just kind of stuck out. I think it's a really fun one. 4894 from Recreation Hall, Penn State and State College. Um, recreation Hall just sounds like a fun place, doesn't it? Like, let's go to the hall where there's recreation. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than work hall. Yeah. Work hall's a drag. Like arduous hall. Um, so anyway, pretty cool, uh, about the place. It's still in use today, built in 1929. And obviously they have the Bryce Jordan center there now. Uh, but they still use this place as like, uh, for, for the students. And I think it's sad about 6,500 when fish played there. You'll notice if you go through the, the April shows that there's a lot of universities played. So this is one of them. Um, so fun show. I'll tell you what made like what tilted the scale though was the second set uh, digital delay loop jam. I don't know if we should talk about it now, but the yeah. DDL jam that we all put on our J cards. Um, second set, first one ever. So uh, next one wasn't played for another month. So I, you know, I don't know. Was this just kind of they fell into it? Had they been, you know, talking about it a while, or or was it different p- parts of different jams that they put together? I don't know. Fun to think about though. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's talk about it more when we get into it. I mean, this is um, it's pretty interesting because the, well, I want I want to hold my comments on the digital de- delay loop jam. Um, but th- this yeah, is I kind of just... I kind of got ahead of ourselves. Right? No, 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 yeah, no, but okay. I know, but I have some Teasers. very I have some specific ideas which aren't very good. So just wait, just wait. Yeah, easy with the notes, bro. Um, easy with the notes. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Brad has gone noteless. 
and then this new era, Brad 3.0. Um, so this is um, April 8th. The, the tour actually started on the 4th, and um, we're going to talk more about that, of course, as we said. But um, Hoist was released on March 29th, so they're they're fully out on sort of Hoist tour, um, which is just kind of interesting because that's, I don't know, maybe people will correct us, but I don't know that many tours that started you know, the week after an album came out for fish. When they yeah, started pushing a it. lot of them, you know, often coordinated near or because that's what you did, particularly when you were on an actual record label as they were back then, you know, you, you get out there and you're touring when the, when the album comes out or you go right out, right when it comes out. But it's but also think, interesting after the, it, big I mean, year they're they playing had go ahead, sir. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but they're playing 125 shows in a year. Of course, they're probably on tour anyway. Right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. But I think it's interesting that, you know, after the big year they had in 93, um, including, the, you know, a pretty huge New Year's show um, and a great New Year's show, then they had three solid months off. Um, yeah. Finishing the album, presumably, or whatever work was there and rehearsing and all that. I'm sure they weren't completely sitting on their laurels, but they, you know, they didn't play at all until April. Um, and then they, <laughs> well, then they were hard at work yeah for sure and i guess that that's true so what i said about them not doing a lot of tours around album releases is wrong and what jonathan said about them doing tours around album releases is right so we'll <laughs> move on from that point to um <laughs> it was a good like it was a good toss though like it was know. yeah i was well, trying i was well, just trying to get jonathan engaged you know <laughs> thank you <laughs> so i think brad that this is the last um this is only this one one of only two shows they've ever played at um, State in State College. No, that can't be right. No, they played at Bryce Jordan later, but I think this is the second of two shows at Recreation Hall, ninety three and ninety four. Okay, so and then Bryce Jordan they played in uh, ninety six, ninety seven, and um, so this is only yeah one of two there, and it's pretty small. Trey place, played right? there with Dave Matthews and friends, I think too, didn't he? Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That doesn't count. Nah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It just it's a whole other thing. So, Brad, <laughs> Recreation Hall you is small still, but still, what did they play? They play this. Do they do the sport there? They were playing basketball there, or they played basketball, not in '94, but they did, yeah, until like the '70s, maybe. Um, I don't totally remember. This is this is a noteless Brad. <laughs> in all its glory. Well, um, yeah. guys, what else do you guys want to say about this show or this tour before we get into set one? I think we've given it some good context. It's, uh, you know, it's still very early in the tour. Um, and, you know, some pretty big shows happen later in the month. They're, they're just, it, I think most interesting is that they're, they're not really warming up at this point. They're already playing nice and hot. So also um, the Flynn Theater Show. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the plus, but, um, sorry, try to cut it out. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the plus, but the Flint theater show is one of those shows that Trey loves a uh, bunch of, bunch of debuts. The horns were there. Um, you know, that's Trey's shtick. And that's, I think, you know, in that jam bass interview, he talked about loving the horns so much. And it, I guess the people more than the horns, but you know, 
tray music is horn music so yeah true very very true and that's um that was a big part of there are a few um few shows this tour with with horns we're going to talk a little bit more about the horns in hf5 plus look at that segue right into it all right so guys um first of all oh actually while we're on the topic i promise i won't say anything else about hf5 plus except thank you thank you to all the people who are supporting us we're getting like i think at this point half our um, hosting costs for the year are covered thanks to our uh, contributors, supporters, listeners. It's like a fifty percent discount. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All we have to do is just listen to more fish shows and then talk about them, which is a pretty sweet deal. Fine, fine. Um, uh, Brad's alarm keeps going off his back door, and once your garage door, there's a lot of activity in your house today. People are just. Why don't you do the old man thing and just be like, "Kids, stop running in and out of the house. Keep the damn door <laughs> gran- closed." My, their grandparents are here. My parents are here. It's a fucking hot mess over here. Oh man, you need to yell, yell at your parents then. That's always fun. It's always fun. All right, um, guys, let's get into set one. Um, if anyone wants to tell us things, you can email us at helpingfriendlypodcast at gmail.com and um, yell at us on Twitter at HFPod. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. And um, I think that's it, guys. I think we should get into set one and then talk about it. Play music now. <laughs> quite good. Quite good. That's quite good. That's quite, yeah, quite, quite good.
Seems to move with every breath. It's got all my artery. 
Awesome. So four eight ninety four set one opened with maze. We heard glide foam. I didn't know. Punch you in the eye. Horse into silent in the morning. We heard a disease. If I could, lawn boy and llama. Great end. Great end. I mean, the disease almost mid set um, took us into a really good ending to that first set. But maze relatively new, couple years old. Uh, glide they did well. The, the the recording I listened to on re-listen was in the in the beginning. It was really like mic heavy and bass bass heavy, and it was really fun to listen to that. So um, another reason I picked it the punch you went punch you in the eye middle of the first set. So yeah, I mean, what you guys think? Yeah, it was cool. I like the the punch you in the eye in the middle of the set. It's kind of interesting. I, I, the foam which they played third in the first set. Ninety four foam, man. Yeah, and they're all good. All of the yeah, you can't go wrong. I think like I don't know how many in April '94 they played, but I listened to a lot this week, and they're all really, really good. Um, and and the, the punch you in the eye mid set that, that's just such a rarity these days. Um, we didn't get to the second part of the second of the first set, but Brad, I think the um, it's interesting that this is the what the probably the third or second or third ever down with disease, and just hearing mm-hmm. them hearing them kind of play it in totally different ways and totally different spots is pretty fun to go back and yeah and revisit um it was fun it reminded me of like a chalk dust almost you know like one of those seven minute chalk dust so right. yep uh, where they, it's just a song man and they're and they like it yeah and they're trying to figure it out and to me like the, to me the highlight of the set was the if i could and maybe that's just because it's when i was listening to it but um oh my god so it's, good man it's really good it was really solid yeah really solid first set jonathan what what's your take you know it's funny i listened to the show uh while i was doing stuff all weekend around the house and out in the yard you know dad stuff garden stuff stuff you know gotta get my gloves on actually it it looped so i would i would go from the encore right back into maze and so i had to then stop after, after hearing the show a couple of times and look at the set list to reorient myself because nothing is exactly where you might pick like Maze opener? Would you, if if I asked you to write down and, totally. a, a yeah. fish set list, would you pick Maze opener? I mean, you'd like to see it, but would you expect it? My um, adversaries probably would. You know, it's good. It's freaking great show. The foam's real good. Glide's nice. Uh, Mimi on the I didn't know. Um, uh, playing cymbals, um, the acoustic guitar, and the horse intro. And you're right about the if I could, RJ. I really like that. And um, it's it yeah it's a fun 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 set and then it's a let's call it we could call it the vic show because it has a maze and a bowie (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know man he's gonna we're gonna have to just see what he what he has to say about it um he'll fight himself (laughs) but wait is there a bowie oh yeah at the end end of the second set right Yes, Sweet God. yes. I'm so excited we get to talk about that. 94, 4894, RJ. <laughs> it's April 8th, 94. That's, oh, is, that set, is that set list online? It's they on the internet. Thing, <laughs> they have that thing online. Gotta download if you plug it. in your modem, gotta plug get the in acoustic coupler first. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. The other weird thing, I think I was listening to it. Um, I forget, I'm on my phone, but I didn't know the way the songs were like cataloged with where the first set ended and the second set started because the first set closes with llama i'm like wait that's not that can't be right so i, I yeah. kind of thought things got this like this is the problem i had 
Exactly. The first, so saying, Jonathan mentioned the first up. set opener, the second set opener. Fuck. I mean, it's a fucking, it's a rarity of a set list. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what people think, won't we? Except for all the people who already stopped listening because of you, RJ. <laughs> oh, <laughs> happens every time. Anyway, speaking of, no, nah, never mind. I was gonna say <laughs> a while ago, Jonathan said that this um, <laughs> the show was looping. Speaking of loops, check out the <laughs> second set. <laughs> jam coming oh. up boom <laughs> but but now that i already said it now you guys can just make fun of me um uh, the recreation jonathan just, jonathan I mean, just dropped you know, his mic um so guys anything else about the first set i think we um we had a good time with it right but the second set is a real is a real barn burner as they say real loser thing let's do it see you guys see you guys later enjoy miss you <laughs>
no talking to the bass player while he's playing. Hey, hey, hey. Can someone take her out of here? She's harassing the bass player. You know, my mother went to Penn State University. Hey, Mom, can you lean into that microphone, please, and count to four?
Okay, and welcome back. Uh, that was set two from 4894, and we started with a split open and melt, had McGrupp and the Watchful Horse Hose Masters, then It's Ice into a digital delay loop jam back into It's Ice, barely, then Sparkle into Harry Hood, bouncing around the room, Big Ball Jam into a David Bowie and Susie Greenberg to close the set, the Encore, Contact into Big Black Furry Creature from Mars. So, RJ, I'm going to start with you. What do you think of that thing? <laughs> oh, split open and melt, second set opener is just, wow. What a, what a special what a special deal. Um, and this was just a really fun fun time for that song. But the first, like, four songs of this set are just just absolutely great. Um, I like the, like, I like the up and down in terms of intensity between split open and melt and McGrupp. That's, like, a nice one, two combo you know to open it up before they get into that crazy crazy it's ice i agree with that yep <laughs> it's a dream <laughs> it's a dream set list for me man like this is i was just waiting my turn um oh man foam in the first set and then the, the melt it's like it's got uh it's ice Jeez, louise man it's got all of it and mcgrupp i think is one of my favorite Favorite tunes. I I don't think I've ever caught it. Um, I think it's. I'm what? still chasing it. Barosif. So man, um, it's just beautiful, and I love everything about it. Just like you guys. Well, so the the cool thing in the it's ice was that digital delay loop jam, which Brad, I think you pointed out when you were when you chose this show um, as one of the main main attractions. So I opened up the Fish Companion Third Edition, the beautiful book, um, and. It's cool because there's a little entry here that I will draw some words from and then say them into this microphone. Um, <laughs> so people talk a lot about the digital delay loop jam, and what we what I learned here is that there are many jams that feature delay loops. There are a few which actually are the digital delay loop jam, as defined by this one here, um, of which this was the debut. So um, for the true gearhead... The thing that actually defines the digital delay loop jam is the piece of hardware Trey uses to generate the loop. All of those, all of those official loops are the product of Trey's Ibanez DM2000 digital delay, whereas the ghost-style loops, which are more prevalent since '97, are generated by a boomerang phrase sampler. So, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Dropping some knowledge, and <laughs> apparently, according to um, Fish.net, I think also the this has only been they've only used it you know a handful of times um but i think some fans might think that like any sort of just digital you know digital sounding loop is like is the same but there's it's a good it's good to differentiate you know yeah i mean they um go ahead fishnet says the last one was lemon wheel so uh in the middle of uh son of a mule um Notable one in the uh, the Bozeman Tweezer, and uh, in fact, most of them are in '94, including a certain show in Providence Boom. that we might have heard of. Um, <laughs> Boom! <laughs> maybe, maybe you've heard of that one. Um, Do it now! But, but everything else it was is, only. Uh, it was only. Else. Did it stop in '95 or '94? '96. '97. Oh, Lemon Wheel. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lemon okay, wheel. but there weren't many. There were there were mostly ninety four, ninety five, and then, then right, right. 
right? Yeah. They were, they, in fact, uh, all 94, all, all in 94, save for two in 95, one in 96, one in 97. That's what I was, that's, see, I'm so glad you're here, Jonathan. Because that's what I, I was looking read. for. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So, um, it's not, you know, you, you hear after you've listened to a lot of 90, you know, late 1.0, um, you assume the digital delay they're talking about is, is the loop we all know of, as RJ mentioned, the ghost loop. But it's not. It doesn't sound like that at all. Um, it's that first kind of spacey Trey Riffin. I think Trey was, in this entire show, it's probably the, the entire month, but his... Oh man, I, I don't know any, any other way to say it, but like Riffin. He's just Riffin on these songs. So there's a nice hood in there, obviously. And then... Um, Probably my least favorite of any fish song, the Big Ball Jam, um, which. Then... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second! You skipped over Sparkle. I, th- I thought you were yeah. going to say Sparkle for no, a second. I, I like I, Sparkle. I like Sparkle. Big Ball Jam starts off like like a like a like a fucking general country tune that Fishman's gonna you know or Mike's gonna sing. Just like yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, we didn't finish the It's Ice into the the loop jam and then back into It's Ice. You mentioned it, Jonathan. It's just like a short little back they, into It's they Ice. They definitely oh play God, the so It's Ice ending. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's really what fun. matters. So they, they get back and they close out It's the Ice. Timing, they screwed their timing up. Or not screwed it. They they purposefully changed the timing in It's Ice in the, in the beginning of it, which they couldn't even think about doing now. It just shows how much they were playing it and how much they were practicing. Yeah, they're... <sighs> They're so dialed in. And again, as I mentioned before, this is like the, the fourth show or something of the tour of the year. Um, but they're so spot on. And then they they nail it's ice landing and drop right into Sparkle. And uh, and Sparkle happens. And it's cool if you like Sparkle, and uh, which I do. And, and, then, uh, and then we get a hairy hood that makes us all smile. Like 94 it. Harry Hood was not as common, if, at least it always felt like it wasn't as common as it got to be a little bit later. Um, the, the Hood on a live one was from 94, right? And that yep. was amazing. Yep. And then this is the beginning of the 94 Hoods. And, oh man, like the, the peak is, I think, RJ, you've mentioned it. The, the, Bliss, the Bliss Jam now is kind of like the go-to jam. Right, uh, if they're trying to uh, stretch something out and just kind of get lost, um, or maybe you know do it on purpose, I don't know. But the first set and the, the beginning of the second set are kind of that Prague, Rocky, um, Fish, the, the the early '90s or almost to '95. So the the Bliss and Hood is a wonderful change, right? It's it just it's beautiful, and it's what I remember these beautiful hoods sounding like, and I'm not faulting the ones now, but it was just different than the other proggy, rocky stuff, right? Hmm. Yeah. True. And and I think I uh, I overstate how rare it was, because I think they played more than 20 of them in 94. It just, it felt like it wasn't as common. But then again, I mean, I did, I saw it my first show six months after this, and they were playing the hell out of it by then. Um, yeah. Quality-wise. Quality-wise. You just had to drop your 94... Your ninety-four first show in there, huh? Yep, he had to. I was like, he hasn't even humble done brag. Yet. Hashtag humble brag. Please, well, that is that, that's not a humble brag. There are plenty of people listening to this who saw shows before I or saw other shows in this month. 
um, that I did, that I could have, but I didn't see. So, well, on um, on HF Pod, HF Pod Plus, I will be playing another Hood from two days <laughs> later. That is really awesome as well. And if you if you want to just go listen to that, you can. Um, but Brad, I know what you mean it's like there's these the the blissful jams were were fewer and further between. There's like a lot of crazy stuff going on in there uh in there with you know especially in 93 94 right stash and split open and meld and the bowies and the i mean there, there's a lot of crazy weirdness so these wasn't it wasn't mics were crazy like a lot of really psychedelic craziness so getting something blissful like hood higher or energy, slave right yeah 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 they were younger i guess and higher energy and yeah you can tell damn good damn good and then Back to my least oh. favorite song in Fish History, Big Ball Gem. Um, so good. <laughs> into bow, David Bowie. Bow, bow, bow. Now. And, you know, Big Ball Gem is obviously better uh, witnessed than uh, it, on tape. But I, I kind of like the randomness of the vibe on tape. But I'm a guy who listens to drum space. So what do I know? Um, True. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then it goes into David Bowie, and um, can't complain about David Bowie. You got the kind of mad psychedelic, um, you know, good jam, but not, you know, not super weird. Super weird, but good jam. But pretty good. And the first, this is the first of '94. I mean, do you guys think that? Okay. Well, do you think that David that '94 is the best year of this song, or are there other years that are that are better? overall it I think depends what a, you're looking for right yeah out of a, out of a, a bowie i guess yeah a very long discussion could be had of that um i do think that the best ones probably happened in 94 um more than probably but that's certainly just my opinion um so they you know they they did some cool stuff with it before this and and after well, this 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 fish internet discussion is no place to have a debate like that. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, we we haven't mentioned yet Mimi Fishman, the uh, Jonathan Fishman's mother. John, she was in Jonathan the first did. set. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan I mentioned her. She set. came out and I didn't know. Talk about it. <laughs> you I meant didn't hear you talk about it, Jonathan. It's probably because my alarm was going off. <laughs> you meant that you meant that we haven't talked about her appearance in set two yet. No. I don't know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's Mimi Fishman? <laughs> Swinging on a lifeline. Um, all right. So what? Wait, what? So, I, I don't know. So oh, after David back. Bowie... She came back. Yeah, screwed every, screwed she came everything. back for the encore. <laughs> we haven't even got to the encore. Well. <clears throat> We're about to, though, because you know, they closed with Susie Greenberg, and it's pretty straight-ahead Susie Greenberg, right? Um, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing bad, nothing significant... Just Susie Greenberg, always fun. I now put the horns in Susie Greenberg, even if they're not there, like in my head. <laughs> oh, they belong. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Uh, <laughs> and then, well, they played Contact into Big Black Furry Creatures from Mars, which it's a you know nice little crazy Big Black Furry Creature from Mars. And I think Brad wanted to mention something that happened in that. It's actually just one creature from Mars. Jonathan, you said big black furry creatures. I don't care. <laughs> there's I only, there's one Mars and there's one Roger. creature. Brad's a purist. <laughs> there's, it's big black furry creatures from Mars. 
as long as I get all the letters in there, it's probably mostly right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> wow, that's good times, guys. All right, hey, <laughs> wait, no, but weren't you going to actually say something, Brad? No, not really. Oh. I mean, I, we already we talked about Mimi Fishman. Maybe John is running for political office, and that's pretty, um, yeah. you know, cool. It's I guess cool. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I, I think wouldn't. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I think. Cool. Um, but yeah, Mimi does do the one, two, three, four. Yeah, count. That's pretty sweet. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't get enough of these like family appearances. They don't happen anymore, and they're like, there's some special stuff with Paige's dad and Fishman's mom and. I don't know. Probably some others. Mike didn't 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 Mike's mom make an appearance or something a long time ago? She had the backdrops. Backdrops, yeah. So she she made an, an artistic appearance. Um, so guys, this was fun. Um, what did you? <laughs> <laughs> what what was the highlight of the highlight of the show for this you guys? Is fun question mark. <laughs> yes. This is fun. <laughs> question mark. Um, what what was the favorite? Uh, what was your favorite point of the uh, of the show? I, have I think three. yes. All right, give us I, two, and then hold on to your third. Well, I'll, I'll let you guys take. Actually, I'm going to throw out my first one because you guys are going to say it, and then um, I like the Bowie a lot, and I like the big black furry creatures from Mars. I love that. I don't care if I say it wrong. I love that song, and um, I, I enjoy it. It's a hell of a closer, hell of an end of a show. And the way I was listening to it, it was immediately followed by Maze every time. So sweet. Um, it's pretty perfect. Awesome. Brad? Um, I talked about Trey, but I, I'd give a lot of credit to Paige, too. Um, I think the horse sound in the morning, you know, he dominated, obviously. And then the It's Ice, he sounded really, really good, as too. So, or really good, too. So we heard him in both sets, and um, I thought he was, he was uh, pretty upfront. You know, and that's not always the case. Nice. Awesome. Um, I think um, I think for me it's if I could, man. So nice. It was just so nice. I was sitting in the car and it was just a good. It was a good time. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I think I told you. Maybe I told both of you guys via text. I was driving back from Ann Arbor with all three of my kids by myself, and they were all asleep. And I think that's why I loved the if I could that so much because it was just like that was the best. It was the best point of my day by far. Cool. You know. I'm glad you had a good, good. Yeah, I had. It's, I'm it's, glad it made your day good. It's the small you know? things at this point, guys. You re- yeah. you remember? Um, Did you listen on the way back to and from Ohio, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to it. Yeah, we did a lot of we did a lot of April '94 in the car. Um, what did Rachel say about that? She liked it. She likes. She she's she likes all right with it. Band, yeah, but nice. But sometimes we listen to other podcasts. We listen to people talk about stuff. Which people have done a lot of with us so far today. Thanks for picking us up. Which we appreciate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to hop on over to our other channel now, but um, we appreciate everyone listening and um, please keep your ideas and feedback and thoughts coming. Um, email us at helpingfriendlypodcast at gmail.com. And um, what else? We haven't had too many guests recently, and I think. Um we're going to get back into that as the uh, summer comes around or whatever. So um, if you're on the queue, you're still there, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're getting to it. Yes. We have a queue, but it's it's shortened. It's becoming shorter. Um, let's see what else. Oh, you can find us on the Twitters. You probably know that, mm-hmm. at HFPod. 
we also have a Facebook page. Um, and if you if you don't follow us on one of those things, you could try it on the other um, because yeah. we uh, we'll try to keep everybody up to date. And you can talk back to us and tell us what we did wrong. <laughs> yeah, and also um, and also review us on iTunes. Yeah. And what about that? That, that uh, helps us out, and we'd really appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, Please. Right. Well, if everyone has, um, if you made it this far, you will know that the intro and outro music for this episode was chosen by Brad from an album that was released in the same month as the show. So we hope you enjoy April 94. Hope you enjoy uh, that on the way out, and um, <laughs> we'll see you all very soon. So thanks for listening. Keep on rocking. Yes, sir. Let me dig into your brain. Folks falling like rain. Property got me selling things. Guess I'm going to explain. Jane is rolled up. No gangs be thrown up. But still, Andre got action. They sweat like keep all of my teeth. I take it upon myself to handle mine. Thinking that you got that boot time to do this. Have you shot up? Thought you knew this. I'm crumbling. No type of problem. Selling my sacks. Watching my back. Whitting them up like slish. Leaving them in a slash. The clock is ticking. Niggas from my pockets. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Henry K., host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.